Oh, yeah. I forgot to say one thing. My bad. I fucking tweaked out. I closed out the episode without saying the most important part. Isn't it so fucking funny when bitches have this whole attitude that's like, fuck niggas. I don't need a nigga. I don't need a man. I'm, you know, I'm for the streets and woo woo. And then they find they get a nigga out of nowhere, right? And the motherfucker just start dicking her down, right? And now she be all about her man, like, oh, yeah, I do this for my man. I do this for hubby. He get this for me. And, oh, my boy, my man is this. My boyfriend is that. And just be talking about the boyfriend all day long, bro. And the whole time, it be so funny because the nigga cheating on her. Like, you know the nigga cheating. Like, we all know the nigga. We all seen him at Black Door slanging that dick at that one bitch. And you on Twitter talking about your man this that should just be so funny to me, and it's crazy because these bitches just swear they better than everybody else, and they swear they got one. They're like, oh yeah, like they they literally every fucking tweet that goes viral they literally quote it. Oh, I could never. My man always makes sure. Shut the fuck up. That niggas cheat on you, bitch. You dumb as fuck. I ain't even gotta walk in with my tool loud. It's getting too loud. Yo, 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 what up, what up? Welcome back to the Talk of My Shit Podcast with your boy Too Skinny. I apologize. I know I fucked up. I know that I told you guys I was going to drop on time and then I disappeared and went MIA for a week. I got a good explanation. I got a good explanation, man. I uh, I ain't going to lie to you guys, man. Sometimes, like, I can't believe I've, I've gone 130, I think there's 137 episodes now uh, doing this podcast. You know, most of these episodes, I did them by myself. You know, I started by myself. Like I said, I used to record in my boy Jesus' closet and just, like, literally be in the dark. Like, it, I, I was just not... Literally, I would sit on the corner of his bed and just talking to a mic. And it was like I was rapping, goddammit, but I was literally doing a podcast. And, uh, you know, and ever since then, we've changed locations multiple times. We've changed, um, I mean, equipment. We've changed everything, you know. And uh, obviously, we've been at the apartment now here for a year now. I know that you guys kind of saw the whole transition. I mean, it just feels like yesterday when I was talking about how Clarissa bought me groceries, you know, as it was my first week moving into my new place. And now we've already been here for over a year now, technically. So it's kind of crazy, you know, how, how time flies and uh, how you got to be productive and shit. You feel me? Because a lot of times motherfuckers be talking about they hustling and they, and they putting in work and they doing this and that, but it usually be for the internet only. Like motherfuckers don't even really be doing shit with themselves. And then time passes them by and they're still in the same position. And, and, and you know, you're like, damn motherfucker, like you ain't been growing at all. And you say you've been hustling, you've been doing this and woo woo. It's because motherfuckers be capping. They get the, that should be cat. But anyway, you, you can tell the difference from a motherfucker that actually been putting in work and a motherfucker that just do it for the Instagram. But anyway, not to get into that. Um, yeah, man, yeah, man, it's crazy. A whole year has has lapped. And, and anyway, when I this this specific uh, podcast, we, we've uh, we recorded in the living room of the apartment. And I don't know why or how, but it's just like sometimes I'm really like. I'm on my shit and I'm ready to go and, and I talk for an hour by myself or sometimes over an hour. And sometimes, man, I sit here and even though I, even if I, you know, sometimes I used to blame it on not having notes and sometimes I do have a phone full of notes and I still can't uh, come around to recording a good episode, you know, or a funny episode. And sometimes we scrap them and sometimes like I sit down and I remember for last week's, I mean, for last week's episode that actually never came out. Uh, I remember uh, we had set up the microphone and everything 
and uh, and I was supposed to record, and I ended up not even touching the microphone. I ended up not even sitting down, and and, and it just got you know it never got done. We put up we put away the mic and we put away everything else. And then I was supposed to do it during the week, but I've been real busy. I mean, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys know I've been doing hella shows back to back all the way from Rockford to Aurora to Chicago. I mean, Indiana, we've been everywhere, bro. I fucking um, and I'm here to talk about talk about all of that shit because i mean honestly as far as current events what what i what, what would i talk about i would talk about uh the the war you know um i feel like you guys everywhere you look everybody's talking about the war you know you go on twitter everybody's talking about ukraine and russia you watch the news they, that's all they talk about all day you know it's like i mean yeah obviously it's important and it's crazy and shit but but i mean at the end of the day it's like this is a comedy podcast so i don't necessarily have to bore you guys to death you know no pun intended ukraine i know that uh it's been a lot of lives lost <laughs> i'm fucking talking shit but anyway uh yeah so as far as uh as far as recently the shows bro uh speaking about ukraine i actually i actually i'm working on a new joke and i actually put it on tiktok we uh the last latin xl we did um i i kind of i i, I kind of compared it to how when white people used to talk shit about uh about Mexicans coming into the country illegally and all this, and we should do it the right way, and we should get a citizenship and all this bullshit. And now these same white people have, you know, family in Ukraine, or, or you know, because a lot of these people are white, but they're fucking kind of immigrants too. Like their parents are Irish, or their parents are Italian, or their parents are from Europe, you know, wherever. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, I made a joke saying that uh, that I had a guy that I used to work with that was real racist and. Uh, and he was Ukrainian, so now that he wanted his family to, to to come over here to the United States for safety and all this, I was like, well, I think they should get a citizenship. You know, I think they should get a, they should get a fucking, they should do it the right way. And I put it on TikTok, right? And I think you guys obviously have to go listen to it or go watch it before, uh, or you know what? Here, I'll play it for you guys actually, just because. Uh, why the fuck not? <laughs> Here's the actual uh, the actual audio of this TikTok. Now, the only reason I'm bringing this up is to is to basically talk about what I'm going to talk about after that, but this is the actual joke. But anyway, you know, it's a, I mean, it's just a, a joke that has a little bit of truth in it. You know, it's crazy how you see them. Um, I've never seen this many white people worried about a war, you know, because you're, I remember, uh, I remember like, I mean, just when, when the United States was invading, uh, was in Afghanistan, when they went into Iran, when they were in Iraq, you know, when they were all over the Middle East, just fucking bombing shit left and right, <clears throat> whether it was. George Bush or it was Barack Obama or whether it was a drone or whatever the fuck they were using, they were killing innocent people. They were killing kids, you know, and there was, there would be photos that would be leaked of these, of these kids and these, these women that are suffering through this war. And a lot of the times, obviously these kids are 
are are are from Iran or or basically they're they're brown they're brown kids right they're brown skinned kids, and I never really saw white people sympathize with them and 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 share those images right and and I feel like it's because they couldn't relate like they don't look like that person and I feel like it has a lot to do with it, and, and now you see these pictures of these kids these little white girls and these little white boys in Ukraine that are, you know, going through a crazy time. And I mean, it's unfortunate. I'm not here to talk shit about them and what they're going through, but it's crazy. Like now there's big awareness, you know, and all these white bitches got stopped Putin in their fucking bio. And, and, and I feel like it, it almost, it almost, it's almost like a trend, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's kind of crazy to see, but, uh, but at the same time, I'm not really surprised. I, you know, if somebody can dislike you because of the color of your skin, then it's definitely easy to imagine that they can like you more or sympathize with you more because you look like them and you're the same color as them. You feel me? So I don't know. Anyway, so I shared that TikTok and and, and I was kind of comparing, you know, like like people are open to refugees, you know, if they're from Ukraine. Like, yeah, no, nobody has said, no, we don't want people from Ukraine here. You know, everybody, even I got a racist, all right, I really do got a racist coworker. And he's also been trying to find options and trying to, he's talking about, yeah, they should come over here. We can put them up and, you know, there's so many empty hotels and that went out of business during COVID. And he's just talking shit, right? He's like, this motherfucker find a solution for the Ukrainian refu- refugees. But when there was refugees from Afghanistan and Syria and all these other countries, he didn't give a fuck you feel me he was like oh we don't know who's coming over here we don't know who's in there with the refugees it could be terrorists and all kinds of fucked up shit but anyway it's crazy how just the color of someone's skin can can change how even someone looks at you you know through war through death you know they don't give a shit about the age of the kids or women just the color of the skin you know i i I can't believe it's I can't believe that, that that many people in the world like actually make decisions to help someone or to feel bad for them only based on their color of their skin. But anyway, moving on from that, I was talking about this. Uh, I was Like I said, I did that TikTok where I was comparing the southern border to these guys coming in. And dude, in the comment section, I wasn't getting really lit up. But there was a few, like, you could definitely tell it was just some white motherfuckers or some conservative motherfuckers that were in there. They were like, well... Well, some motherfucker, one, one dude pissed me off because he was like, well, the kid, the people from Ukraine are not bringing in kids that aren't theirs or any drugs. And I'm like, what the fuck? How, how the fuck do you know what's coming in from Ukraine, you know? And if we know anything about European countries is they're fucking huge for sex trafficking. Like, nigga, I seen Taken. I don't know where the fuck that shit's based, but like you always hear, like all them, you ever watch all them fucking independent movies on Netflix with the sex trafficking and people getting kidnapped? They're all in Europe. And I feel like that's for a reason. I feel like, and if there you can actually look up statistics that sex trafficking is like one of the highest crimes in Europe, bro. So don't give me none of that bullshit. You don't know who the fuck they're bringing in, but I'm not here to say that. I'm here to say that, um, <clears throat> yeah, that they were trying to basically say that. Mexican Mexican immigrants are, 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 you know, we're all fucked up basically, and 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 we we bring in criminals. The same shit that Trump was saying, you know. So people got people got the argument, you know. There was people from both sides, the Trump people, and then there was people, you know, Mexicans and people people that were defending, you know, Mexican immigrants, and it was kind of crazy. I don't know, bro. I feel like I just don't have the energy to argue. Like I've literally seen people that will leave a negative comment or whatever, and I'll just be like, you know what, I'll like it. Sometimes I'll reply, but I'm not going to sit there and go back and forth for a minute, you feel me, if it's not, like, funny. But, dude, they went on there for, like, a minute. They went on there for, like, we're talking about, like, 20-plus comments on one single comment thread, just, like, explaining, like, immigration and all kinds of shit, and it's crazy to me. Like, where the fuck do y'all find the time of day to reply to somebody on TikTok 
on a video of a stand-up comedy joke. You know, I'm joking, bro. Like, my coworker, he's racist, but then the motherfucker's not even from Ukraine. I just added that little extra razzle-dazzles to, to make the fucking joke work. You feel me? But anyway, um, that, shit, that shit happened. And then uh, I did a show here in Aurora, man. I... I I haven't I've tried not to do as many shows in Aurora just because I don't want to have the same people come out and see the same jokes, you know. So the reason the reason shows I've done in Aurora, I've either trying to do like uh, just all off the top, like uh, do crowd work and kind of <clears throat> try to work on new material. So uh, I think I well you guys remember when I did the comedy shrine in November, I did literally like thirty minutes of all crowd work, which was pretty fucking dope, and then. Um, just recently, I, I I promoted a show here at uh, the Two Brothers Roundhouse, and they had me do 20 minutes, and they wanted me to close the show out. I promoted it, you know, like two days before the show, and you guys fucking showed out and filled that bitch up, so I want to say thank you guys to all of you. And I want to say, bro, I had never really kicked it at Two Brothers Roundhouse like that. Like, I, I had done shows there before, but I had never really got drunk there, you know? I always limit myself, because I'm always one of those dudes that's like, oh, I don't fuck with IPAs. Like, I don't, I want a beer from, like, I used to be like, oh, let me get a name brand beer, you know, like I want a Modelo or a Stella or a Blue Moon, something, but they don't have none of that shit, you know, they only have their own beer, so I guess um, they give they gave me like free drink tickets, they gave me like three drink tickets to get three free drinks and then a meal <clears throat> while I was there, so before I went on stage, since every, since they had a whole show before me, you know, uh, I, dude, I got, I ended up getting three of those amplifiers. That's the name of that two brothers roundhouse's beer. Dude, I drank those three and then a few of the homies bought me, uh, I think they, somebody bought me a shot, a, a, a shot of like, I think blue label. And then, uh, somebody also gave me a Jack and Coke, but I didn't even drink it, bro. I didn't even drink it. So I only had the, the shot and the three amplifiers. By the time I went on stage, dude, I was already fucked up up bro i was real life drunk and all the people that were there were there to see me so if you were there at that show man thank you for coming thank you for sitting through that because i mean it started off real hot it was real it was real you know that the jokes were hidden then i was kind of going off the crowd and that shit was hidden towards the end i kind of started to like i think i started getting too in my head i'm like damn i'm drunk like i started slurring this shit but i think there was like a german couple in front of me and i kept bringing up the holocaust bro like i was like fuck at the end i was like fuck i think i fucked up right there but anyway like it still went good people people you know people came up to me we took pictures it was just a good ass time like but yeah i had I never got i had never got i had never got drunk at two brothers and that was that was a first for me and it was a great fucking time and then um Dude, I've been doing all kinds of shows after that. What the fuck did I do? What the, I, I mean, dude, I've been doing some shows that haven't really gone too well. Here, I'll tell you guys about this show. And I know the whole family listens to this podcast. So I'm not talking shit. I'm just telling the experience, guys. I love you out of death and I will be back. But I got hired about about two years ago in the middle of COVID, like, like March of 2020. Um, it was a... Uh, it was shout out my homie Mikey, Mikey Leon. It was my homie's birthday, and he had just beat cancer. So it was kind of like a party, like, hey, this motherfucker just beat cancer, and it's his birthday. So they ended up uh, reaching out to me. They were like, hey, man, <clears throat> you know, big fans of the podcast, want you to come do a show for my brother's birthday. Like, would you be down to do stand-up? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. You know, at that time, I was barely like, I had only done a handful of private gigs, but I was really trying to get any money that I could, you know? So I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm down. I didn't even have like 30 minutes actual material, you know, I think at the time. <clears throat> but anyway, I took the deal and I ended up showing up with Tony and uh, 
And I did the show, and everybody was sitting down. Everybody was quiet. We did it in the backyard. It was just a great-ass fucking time, bro. I even stayed after, had a few drinks with them. That's when they had me try to ride the horse and shit when, when I couldn't really get on the horse because that motherfucker was, you know, I was like, bro, I'm going to get on this horse and break his fucking back. You feel me? Like, So I didn't I didn't get on the horse, but they had me there. So it was a good-ass time. So anyway, they hit me back up. They're like, yo, come out this past weekend, and, and we'll book you whatever. Ooh, you know, I told them the price. They were like, hell yeah. So I was like, fuck it, let's ride. So that whole day, bro, I think I stayed home, and I was hungover because I think I had drunk the night before. So I was just getting high as fuck at the crib, just didn't have energy for shit. And I've been watching this show on Netflix called Inventing Anna. So I was hooked on that shit for a minute. So I was just kind of like low-key depressed damn near, right? And then, uh, what's it called? Uh, I end up getting ready for the show, right? JV ends up waking me up. He's like, hey, nigga, are you going to go to the show? Well, I was like, yeah, let's ride. So I end up getting ready. We, we end up dipping to the show. It's like an hour away at the, at the, ran, at the rancho. So we end up getting there. And, you know, the, everybody... Um, so anyway, it's kind of cold out. So the party's not in the backyard. It's actually in the barn. So I was like, fuck it, you know, we'll go to the barn. So I opened up the barn, and the whole family is right there. You know, everybody's having fun, drinking, taking shots. Like, And I realized that it's this dude's 21st birthday, you know. So now now they're drinking. Now they're getting lit. Because when I went two years ago, he, he was 18. So they weren't really too, doing too much drinking or none of that. But since he turned 21, you know, they're passing around a huge bottle of fucking Corralejo, bro. Like, everybody just getting it in, right? So as soon as I come in, they're like, oh, take a shot, take a shot. And so I'm like, fuck it. So we end up, I end up taking a shot with them. <clears throat> then um, then out of nowhere, they just give me the microphone, bro. And I'm in between hella people, and they just give me the microphone. They're like, hey, fuck it, start. And I was like, damn, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't feel comfortable because I had, I had, like, a whole family behind me. Like, to my both my sides, there was families, like, literally, like, less than a foot away. So they're, like, re- I'm literally in their personal space, bro. And I'm big as shit, you know. I'm like, hell no, nah, because I'm going to start sweating while I'm performing. I'm going to be sweating on them and shit. Fuck that. So I ended up telling them, like, nah, let me move. Let, let's go to, let's go over there. So we all end up moving the whole party, like, from one side of the barn to the other side of the barn. But the problem is the other side of the barn, that's where they have, like, the horses and shit. So literally the wall behind me has, like, four or five horses and there's, like, horse shit right there. So I'm, like, right next to the horse shit, just smelling it and shit. And then uh, I'm holding the uh, I'm holding the microphone, right? And then they right before I per- started performing, they ended up giving me a fat-ass shot. I took a fat-ass shot with this one girl, right? And, and she's like, I'll take a shot if you take a shot. I was like, fuck it, let's both take a shot. So, dude, she took a big-ass shot, and I took a fat-ass shot. Then I went against the wall to perform, right? So then everybody's staring at me, but there's no chairs, right? Because it's a party. So everybody's standing up. So now I'm supposed to perform for 30 minutes while everybody's looking at me and I'm looking at them, bro. So I'm like, bro, so already I'm kind of awkward, right? On top of that, we're in a fucking barn. And then there's horses and shit, right? One of the horses nibbling on my shoulder and shit, dog. Like, it was just, like, awkward. So I start performing, right? I start doing my jokes. I kind of do a little bit of crowd work, try to talk to the crowd. And the same fucking girl that gave me the shot is the same girl that won't shut the fuck up, nigga. Like, during the whole show, she talking to her friends. That bitch on live, bro. She, bro, like... Her and her friends, like, won't shut up. So I talked to them, right? I'm like, what's up with y'all? Where y'all from? They're like, we're from Aurora. I was like, where y'all go to school? They're like, oh, we're the East. I was like, of course y'all bitches went the East. Y'all won't shut the fuck up, man. Like, so at that point, I started getting a little frustrated around. I'm like, damn, like, I want the, the family that booked me, shout out my homie, Mikey, Danny, all of y'all, like, they're paying attention. Like, we're, we're, like, they're into it. You know, they're laughing at my jokes. <laughs> it's just that. 
with comedy, you want people to be quiet all the way through. So you can do your joke. And then obviously when people are laughing, then laugh, right? But if I'm talking, don't talk. Like there's no need to explain jokes. None of that. You feel me? Just let me do my thing. You feel me? <clears throat> but these girls, they just wouldn't shut up. And I feel like since people saw them talking, there was a few people in the back that kind of started to chat with, within themselves, you know? <laughs> and then in the middle of my set, bro, like, I think the dad ends up telling people, like, hey, hey, he's doing a show. Shut the fuck up. So they did everything in their power to tell people to shut the fuck up. But, dude, I think I showed up at 9 p.m. I was about to perform, like, at 9.30. These, these people have been drinking since, like, 6, 7, bro. So, like, everybody was already faded, dog. So I'm like, damn. So I look at, I look at old boy, right? I'm like, bro, you want me to keep going or you want me to wrap this shit up? And he's like, nah, keep going, keep going. We're into it, we're into it. So I was like, all right, fuck it. So I kept trying to go. I probably did like another five minutes, right? And, and try to interact with the crowd. I literally brought somebody from the crowd on stage. Shout out to the homegirl. She was uh, the only one in the whole fucking barn that watched the Tinder Swindler. So anyway, um, like it was fun. But at the same time, it wasn't like a comedy show, right? So I ended up, you know, I ended up realizing like, you know what? I'd rather cut my losses here and just tell them like, you know what? I'm done, like I'm, I'm gonna wrap up the show. Like, don't worry about the payment. Like, I just couldn't do it. You know, I, I guess we should have planned it out a little bit better. But uh, instead, so I ended up, so I ended up telling him, I'm like, you know what, bro, I'm, I'm gonna wrap this shit up. I'm gonna bring you on stage, or not on stage, but I'm gonna bring you right here next to the horse shit with me. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, so they can, we can sing you happy birthday. So we sang up happy birthday, and, uh, and yeah, and I wrapped up the show. You know, I was like, I told them thank you, and they were like super nice to me. You know, the people that booked me, they were like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, they were like, dude, we didn't even invite them. Like, they got invited from somebody that we invited. Like, so you know, you know, you know, bitches, they they hear oh rancho party. Everybody want to be at the rancho party, but bitches don't even be invited to the rancho party, bro. I shouldn't even been there, bitch. Nah. <laughs> you fucked up my bag. <laughs> they fucked up my whole bag, bro. Now I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do to pay these lights, bro. I don't know what <laughs> Bro. Anyway, no, nah, I told the family, I was like, you know what, bro? I told the dude, I was like, you know what? I didn't even bring you a birthday gift, bro. So <laughs> let my gift be, you know, that little performance and and obviously me being there, <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's all good. But they didn't, they did not want to let me leave. Or they're like, nah, take the money, eat, you know, get some food, get your drink on. But you know, sometimes you just don't feel like I like I don't feel like partying after I just kind of couldn't really deliver a show. <clears throat> and I also understand like, oh, it's not my fault. But at the same time, like if you want, like I don't know, the way I look at it is like if you're a really professional professional. You should have been, you're able to dig your way out of it. Like, you should have been able to talk to everybody in the crowd, make everybody interact with you, have everybody pay attention to you. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes, you know, I still have insecurities, you know, and it's just kind of like, ah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going to, like, sometimes I, don't, I, I guess I didn't trust myself enough to talk to everybody in the crowd and keep them from talking, you know? Because I did talk to them for a little bit, and I asked them, I was like, where'd you go to school, whatever, you know? But it's like, as soon as I stopped talking to them, they kept going back into their own conversation, so it's kind of like a fuck. So I did feel a little bit defeated, but it is what it is, you know? Shout out to the Leon family. I had a great time. I'm already bullshit. I cried the whole way home, nigga. Nah, man, it was a good time, man. It was a good time. And then, uh, and then uh, but yeah, so... 
literally, literally, like I, I've done shows recently that have not been, you know what I'm saying, my best. And and then I did a show too on Friday, bro. We went all the way to Carpentersville. I had never even been up there for at this place called El Diablo Cantina. It's kind of like a high end restaurant. Like it's not a high end. Like it's not high end. It's like fake high end, you know, like El Jefe on Lake Street. Like, you know, like they want to be high end, but we know they're not high end. Like, like, yeah, they brought, like, I knew that shit was going to be expensive when they brought me a quesadilla and a big ass piece of wood, nigga. They brought me a quesadilla, nigga, and a fucking floor, a floorboard, nigga, from the Home Depot, bro. Like, one of them bitches you could put up and put to frame a wall, my nigga. Like, I was like, this big ass, and the thing is, the quesadilla wasn't even big. It was just a fucking plate. Now, I, I hate, I hate places that be doing the most with their fucking plates and their spoons and all the extra bullshit. Don't worry about the actual food, nigga. Fuck the bring, nigga. If that shit is good, you can bring that shit to me in the paper plate. The ones from Aldi too. The ones that you need like three or four to hold your food, cause or else se doblan a la verga, nigga. The, yeah, literally, like literally. If the food's fire, I don't give a shit, nigga. You can, I can, I'll eat that shit out of your hands, bro. But like, but anyway, and I, and I went to get my quesadilla, right? So I, I went to go and bite the quesadilla, bro. Quesadilla was stiff as shit, boy. I'm mad as hell. Quesadilla was like 15 bucks, too. I was like, fuck. That's what I get for getting a quesadilla. I, I don't know why I wanted the quesadilla, bro. Like, quesadilla is like the most basic shit ever. You can make a quesadilla at home, you know, for nothing. And I don't know why the fuck I wanted the quesadilla. And I had cheese and tortillas at the crib, you know? I should have gone with, like, a taco or something else, but... One thing I will say about that restaurant, though, all the waitresses that worked there were fucking fine as shit, boy. Fine ass little bitches that worked there. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, dude. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, dude. I ain't gonna lie, dude. I ain't gonna lie, dude. They were bad as hell. I literally went on stage and I was like, I'm in love with all you bitches. I was like, wait till I get my bag right. I'm gonna come back and save y'all queens. And I don't know if they heard, but the people were laughing. <laughs> but but it was it was so fucked up because. Okay, so they sold like 70 tickets for the show. Like the whole restaurant was full and there was people sitting and waiting for comedy. Even though they waited, they fucking, they fucking started like 40 minutes late, but they were there waiting, wanted comedy, wanted the comedy show. But the problem is that there was another, another half of the apartment, I mean the apartment, another half of the restaurant, literally the other side was all people partying. So it was like half of it was like a comedy club. The other half was like a black door, nigga. So like, obviously, even if the people in front of me that are in front of me while I'm doing the show, if the people that are all the way in the back making noise, you're going to hear it, bro. So it's like you had to really pay attention to the comedian to hear what he was saying or else you were going to get the noise from the back. So I can only imagine the people that were all the way in the back sitting closest to the party. They were all they didn't hear me. They only heard the fucking party. So people started to leave and shit like before I went up. But anyway, I ended up going up, bro. I ended up doing my fucking thing. I, I did my time. People were fucking with me. Even, even as I was leaving... There was a, a group of like some tough ass like gangbanger looking motherfuckers and they would barely laugh. Like you knew like I would look at them in the eye and they like wanted to laugh, but like they they didn't want to like laugh amongst each other. Like they were too cool for that shit. So anyway, I end up walking out of there and as I'm walking out of there, they're, they're all posted right there by the smoker square. And the dude looks at me and he's like, Hey fool, you're funny as fuck, dog. And that's when all his homies were like, Oh yeah. So I was like, ah oh, bet I'm I'm valid, nigga. I'm valid in Carpentersville. Fuck you talk about nigga. But anyway, I feel like Carpentersville is all dykes. <laughs> like right like they're all carpenters and shit <laughs> nah I'm fucking around but anyway yeah those were the past few shows but anyway I don't give a fuck I got good shows coming up my nigga I got a few I got book nigga I'm doing a fucking show for teachers for teachers of CPS Chicago Public Schools on March 25th Friday bro I'm getting a bag for that I'm doing I'm doing a I'm doing a show at the, at a church in the city on the 26th at 
Car- Carnegie or Carnegie Hall or some shit like I don't know. It's a big ass church. That's a decent little bag too. So, so that's pretty dope, man. And then I got a meeting about that movie. Remember I told you I was doing that movie. I got a meeting on the thirty first uh, with the director. They just hired. They just casted like half the fucking cast from the show Empire. So it should be a pretty decent cast is, is what I've been told. Unless I'm getting fucking bamboozled or whatever, but. We got invited to dinner on the 31st, so I'm going to go do that shit. Hopefully, they don't make me pay for my own food. I'm going to be like, what kind of fucking bootleg movie is this, nigga? Got me pay for my own fucking food? <laughs> I'm the talent, nigga. <laughs> but, oh, anyway, the best. Oh, yeah, I got the, the good news. Let me, let me take a sip of my iced coffee. <clears throat> All right, so it's official. The announcement I need to make. The homie Chins has asked me to be his best man at his wedding. So this is like, I go lie. I go lie, dude. I go lie, dude. At first, that motherfucker had, because obviously I already knew I was going to be the best man. You feel me? Like, even as soon as he announced that he was about to be engaged, I always teased it. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm going to be your best man. Like, it's not even a question. I even talked about it on the podcast. I was like, obviously, it's going to be me, right? And then uh, that day of the Two Brothers Roundhouse show, we end up going to the Tap House after and he ends up telling me, and we're already, I'm already lit. Like I said, I'm already litty, but he ends up telling me, he's like, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. We're not going to have a bridesmaid or a best man. And in my head, I was like, nigga, what kind of fucked up wedding is this? Like, what kind of goofy ass shit is this? But, you know, it's the year 2022 and I respect his decision. So I was like, so who the fuck is going to be? I was like, who the fuck is going to be next to you then at the fucking, you know, at the at the thing, at the wedding? And he's going to be like, oh, well, my brother, you know, I'm going to ask him. I was like, nigga, that's a bitch, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nigga, you a hoe. In my head, I was like, nigga, you a hoe, bro. I hope this whole marriage don't work out, nigga. But I was like, all right, whatever, bro. It's all good. You feel me? Like, I ain't trying. I ain't, I ain't even want to do it. It's all good. It's all good. Cried the whole way home. Cried the whole way home, nigga. Cried the whole way home. It was like fucking... Uh, it was like it was like the rancho all over again, nigga. Just smelled like horse shit after, nigga. Fuck, but no, just kidding. Shout out, shout out to y'all, man. Nah, so um, nah, so he's like, all right. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Fuck it then. It is what it is. In my head, I was like, well, at least I don't gotta worry about fucking losing weight or anything like that anymore. I was like, fuck <laughs> it. And then uh, anyway, and then, and then he invites me to dinner on. He, well, we were talking on Saturday, and he invited me to. He's like, yo, let's go for dinner tomorrow. You know. Um, we're, we're gonna step out. I was like, all right, fool, hit me up. Like, I ain't gonna be on shit. It's gonna be Sunday, so just hit me up, dog. <laughs> so I end up, uh, I I end up, I end up fucking laying down right there. Anyway, I end up laying down in bed right Saturday night. I, oh no, I end up fucking getting fucked up, nigga. I end up getting drunk, bro. Like, I fucking um. Anyway, I ended up getting fucked up on Saturday night, right? So I don't even go to sleep till like 6, 7 in the morning. I end up waking like around noon. I end up waking up around noon on Sunday. And uh, and I, I didn't have a message from him saying like, yo, we're going to leave at a certain time, whatever. And then next thing I know, uh, I, I hit the bong, bro. I hit the bong hard as shit, nigga. I hit the bong. I'm, I was like, I'm going to go lay back down for a little bit. You feel me? And then I get a message from him. He's like, yo, we're going to leave at three. So I'm like, all right, bet. That's fine. So I'm like, nigga, it's barely noon. I can knock out for like another two hours and a half. Take, wake up at 2.30, take a quick shower. But it'll, it'll be three by then. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to knock the fuck out. Nigga, I knocked the fuck out. I woke up to somebody banging on my window. I'm like, what the fuck? So I was like, what the fuck? So I got scared, right? Because I'm, I'm drooling, bro. I'm passed out. I, I hear somebody banging on my window. But at the same time, I'm so, I'm so like, I'm so out of it that I thought the banging was coming 
from my wall. So I was like, somebody's in the living room right now banging on my wall so I can hear in my bedroom, you know? So I was like, it's probably Tony and one of the guys asking me to get up, right? So I'm like, all right, nigga, hold up. Let me let me change real quick. So I'm changing in my room, right? And, and, and I grab my phone and I realize, I was like, oh shit, it's fucking, I think it's about to be five. It's fucking 4.40. I was like, fuck, I missed dinner. So I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even look through anything else, right? I started putting my clothes on and as I'm about to, as I'm about to open the door, I hear banging again. I was like, what the fuck? And I realized that shit didn't come from the wall. It came from my window. So then I go look out the window with my nigga shit. So I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? I got this nigga out there waiting and shit, but I'm right here scratching my balls and smelling my hand and shit. So I was like, fuck. So I end up opening the door. I end up go getting him, right? I'm like, what's up? He's like, motherfucker, we all waiting for you. We about to leave to go get some food. I was like, oh shit, hold up. So I'm like, dude, I'm ready. Let's ride. He's like, nah, nigga, jump in the shower. I was like, ah, wow, I smell like shit, don't I? I smell like shit, don't I? He's like, yeah, a little bit. I was like, all right, man. So I ended up, <laughs> up taking a shower, and then uh, we end up uh, all leaving. So not, so it's uh, it's uh, it's me, uh, JV, Ale, shout out Ale, uh, Kegs, and Shins, right? So we're all deep as fuck. We end up getting, we end up going to eat at Casa Margarita in Downers Grove. I don't know if y'all ever ate up there or whatever. I had never been up there, so I walk in right and uh, we try to figure out what to eat and shit. So I was like, let me get a. I got the fucking Casa Fajita, so I think it's like their house fajitas. Um, it had like shrimp, steak, uh, chicken, shit like that. I don't know. I I should have got tacos. See, I always regret everything I get, no matter what. But it was good. It was good. And then uh, he's like, oh, I, I forgot something in the car. I'm gonna go get it. I'm like, all right, bet. So we're all sitting right there, and then he ends up coming back. And they put a fat ass box in front of uh they put a fat ass box in front of Alet. But they gave they gave her a whole crate, my nigga, fat ass box. I was like, damn, they wanted to jump in that motherfucker, they finna carry her out this bitch. <laughs> but nah, and then I guess it said like, oh, will you be my bridesmaid? You know, I, I I didn't really look at that box too much. Um, but I was like, oh, but I didn't even realize that's what it was, you know. I just thought they got I, I was like, oh, is it this bitch's birthday? I didn't nobody told me, like I forgot. <laughs> I didn't get her a gift. And then, um, then, then the homie Chins puts a bag on in front of me, and it's like a liquor bag, you know. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I pull it out, and it's a a Bel Air champagne, and, and and on it it just says "Best Man," like he had it engraved or not engraved, but like stamped on there, "Best Man" in Old English. And I'm like, "Eh, my nigga." So I already knew, right? And then I, I reach in the bag. There's a card, and the card it says, uh, "I open the card up, and it says, Let's be blunt.'" You're gonna be my best man, and then it's a picture of a blunt, right? I was like, "Ee!" And then obviously there's a message inside the card, but I don't want to share that with y'all. It was just special, special message between the groom and the best man. But and then I ended up, I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Damn!" It kind of smelled like weed a little bit, and I thought it was like me and JV or something. You know, I was like, "What the fuck?" Do we reek? And then I realized there's something else in the bag, so I reach in the bag, and this motherfucker got me a fat ass blunt, one of them fucking King Kong fingers and shit. Fat ass blunt rolled with some gas, so I was like, bro. So he got me a champagne bottle. You know, it was just a good time. And then we ended up having dinner, and uh, I didn't even drink at dinner, bro. I didn't even drink. I, I fucking uh, I had a chata and a Pepsi. I was like, damn, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of want to, but I know if I start drinking, I'm gonna wake up that demon in me, and I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to fucking go till like 4 a.m. So fuck that shit. And we ended up uh, as we're as we're leaving as we're leaving the fucking uh, the restaurant, you know. I end up telling him, I'm like, damn, I should spark this bitch right now in the car. But I was joking. He's like, fuck it, go ahead. I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. I was like, fuck it. And we didn't fucking have a lighter, bro. We didn't have a fucking lighter. I was like, fucking worst timing. But smart 
there was a fucking fireplace outside of the restaurant. You know how certain restaurants have like a little like a little fireplace near a patio that you could either sit by or just for looks, you know? So I went I went and looked at it and they had like a gate around it. So I had to go inside the fucking gate and come out the other side and, and literally was able to light it. People were looking at me through the fucking windows at the restaurant, but I was like, hey, I don't give a fuck. I sparked the fat ass blood. I ended up hitting it. That bitch sparked up. We jumped in the whip, bro. We smoked that bitch the whole way home, bro. The whole way home, my home, well, it was just me and JV and uh, the homegirl Ali because the rest of the guys don't smoke because, you know, they got jobs and shit. I don't want them to get fired and shit. <laughs> I think I'll get fired. Hell, nah, nah, they're sober. So anyway, they, we smoked that whole blunt, bro. It was, it was such a fucking, it was fire, you know. It was fire as fuck, and, and I'm, I'm, getting, I'm excited. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to lose some motherfucking weight, nigga. I'm going to start going to the, I'm, 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 I'm going to start going for walks, goddammit. I'm not going to say I'm going to the gym or I'm going on a run, but... I'm gonna start with some walks, try to eat less Domino's pizza, some le- less Popeyes. You feel me? Because the Popeyes be hidden. <laughs> bro, I've been having both of them bitches every day. No, no, but 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 yeah, for real. So I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to get in shape. Find me a baddie to go to the wedding with me. You feel me? It's gonna be lit, bro. It's gonna be lit at the wedding. So I'm gonna be the best man. So I already, we're I'm already planning the bachelor party. You feel me? Like I'm already finna get the putas on deck. The cocaine on deck, you feel me? The bitches, everything, bro. I'm gonna get all that shit. Nah, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not gonna get all. I was thinking about. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this shit like, like, um, like you know how how couples give each other gifts, or, or or sometimes you'll give your kid a gift that you're gonna use more than them. I was like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker shit that he hate, but I love. You know, I'm gonna get drugs, bitches, nigga. And I'm like, what do you mean? You don't like the bachelor party? And then he's gonna leave, and I'm gonna still be right here having fun with it. You feel me? Like. In it with the strippers, boy. Fuck is you talking about? Nah, but I don't know. I gotta plan something out. Maybe I don't. I don't know about a road trip, but nah, I don't want. I don't want to talk about it out here. I'm, I'm gonna plan something out. You know, best man duties. Shit, I always, I always seen these movies. You know, these white people movies where they be having the best man and it be their boy. So this is like this is the whitest I'll ever be, being somebody's best man, dog. So you feel me? I'm gonna be the best man. I'm gonna be the best best man. All I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna say. The best man. The best best man. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> the best best man. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to talk about anything else. We, we, the fucking Kanye West, Kanye West. What the fuck you want to talk about? Fuck Kanye West, man. Fuck Kim Kardashian. Fuck Pete Davidson. Fuck all of them, man. I, that shit's so goofy to me. It's so crazy how how long Kanye has really dragged this shit out. You feel me, like, bro? Just leave that shit. Put, put the, I don't know. I don't know. He he knows what he does though, and he does it his own way, man. So fuck it. We'll we'll leave him be. Other than that, LatinXL returns to the Laugh Factory April 24th, 2022. It's going to be Sunday at 8 p.m. Dude, that shit's going to be lit. So y'all better fucking be there. I'm going to have the dude, Abby Sanchez, headlining. He just has his HBO Max. Uh, he just had his HBO Max special drop not too long ago. That motherfucker funny as shit. So it should be fucking lit. Save the date, April 24th. If you guys want to come to any show, it's that one. And then also... I kind of did a little surprise release. I didn't really promote it on here, so I'm gonna promote it now. I dropped a like a little special, I guess you can call it, uh, on Facebook and YouTube. If you guys go on uh, on my Facebook page, my actual personal page, Ken Flores, um, if the, the the profile picture. I think I'm wearing a gray a gray hoodie with a red hat. Uh, go right there. It should be one of my recent posts. I, I literally uploaded the whole video on Facebook directly because I know sometimes when you share links, it doesn't really. 
do well with the algorithm. So I put it, I put the actual whole clip on, on Facebook. So you guys do me a favor, go check it out, go share it. And then also, if you listen, if you, if you, if you have my YouTube channel, which is also Ken Flores, it dropped on YouTube as well. Go check it out right there. Leave a comment, share it with your people, share the link. I, I, I shared this project just to, uh, we, we recorded this back in December and I, uh, and I feel like, you know, we live in a, in a time where you have to create your own opportunities. You can't be waiting here for somebody to come get you. You feel me? So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and just release this. You know, somebody's going to fuck with it and they're going to book me, you know. So right now I got a, you know, TikTok has been doing decent for me as far as bookings. I got, I got my first, Indi I got another Indiana booking. That one came from fucking TikTok itself. It's about an hour away. This dude has a, he has a few viral TikToks himself. He's a stand-up comedian. And he found me on TikTok and he DM'd me. And now he, he he literally just booked me. So, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You got to put your shit out there or else nobody's going to see him. Like, even if your own people don't support you, you put that shit out. Somebody out there will. You know, just a matter of getting it to them. So, yeah, man. Go ahead and share my shit, man. Uh, I'm going to try to be more consistent with this shit, man. I know. I told you guys. Sometimes you sit down and it's a little fucking hard to come up with the fucking content or come up with the with the right shit to say. You know, like, you, you've seen a lot of people who started podcasts are not doing podcasts, you know, as 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 consecutively or as consistently because it's not easy, bro. People think this shit is easy to just because all you, you think about it is like, oh, we're just gonna sit down and talk, and it's e especially if you. I guess I guess if you do it with somebody else and it's two people, it's a little bit easier because at least you can bounce off each other's thoughts and ideas. But when you sit down by yourself, it's it, you know sometimes you can have a million thoughts running at the same time, and then when you're trying to say them nothing will come out or the enter or, or your energy just will completely shut down the moment that you need it the most. The moment that you need to, 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 to perform on the podcast is when your energy goes down. Luckily for, for me, like it, it has never happened to me <clears throat> while doing standup. I've usually always been able to hit the switch and get in my fucking zone when I'm about to perform. But, uh, with the podcast, man, I, I've literally sat here and like try to Snap my fingers, slap my face around, put some wet water, what wet water, what, put some cold water on my face and try to record. But sometimes it just doesn't fucking come out, you know, and I know you guys are probably tired of my excuses and shit, but I'm trying, you know, I'm not going to give up and I'm still going to be releasing and, and, and I'm still going to try to record this weekend. And I do got some guests lined up, so it should be a little bit better. Um, I'm trying to figure out, I feel like I left you guys on a cliffhanger on something and I, oh, <laughs> yeah, I did actually. So, dude. I'm not going to say too many details, but this is the only thing I'm going to say. The last podcast I dropped before this is called My Roommate's Girl. And we tell this story about this incident that happened. And you need to go listen to it if you want to if you want to, to, to know what happened. Because I'm not going to go over it. But anyway, this girl found out about this podcast. This is a girl who does not listen to my podcast. She's a friend. You know, we hang out, whatever. But she's never, like, she's never been to a show. She's never listened to my shit before, you know? It's almost like she doesn't know the comedian side of me, which is kind of fucking crazy. But anyway, the same, somebody, which I know you're fucking listening right now, bitch. Why the fuck you snitch, goofy? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's it's your duty as, as her friend. It's crazy because I didn't even say her name, and you know exactly who the fuck I was talking about, but... It takes one to know one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, so she had. So I ended up inviting her over to get some drinks again. You know, they end up coming through, and then she ends up pulling me outside. She's like, after we were both lit. I think if we, we would have had a conversation, well, I would have been sober. I would have been more understanding. 
But since we were both fucked up, she's like, oh, yeah, I heard you was talking shit about me on the podcast. Woo-woo. I was like, did you listen to it? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I'd never say your name. So nobody will ever know who I'm talking about unless you go public with it, you know? So obviously she's like, no, I'm not going to go public with it. I was like, all right, then what the fuck are you tripping about? You know, nobody knows. I was like, I didn't lie. And she's like, yeah. I was like, was it funny? And I was like, was it funny? That was my main question. Was it funny? And she's like, yeah. I was like, then we're good. And that was it. We never brought it back up. But it's funny, you know, sometimes I sometimes I get on this podcast, especially, again, if I'm doing it by myself and I'm talking to myself, sometimes you say whatever. You know, you say all kinds of shit. And, and, and you kind of, sometimes I talk about people that I shouldn't talk about or sometimes I talk about people that listen to the shit and I don't, lo- I don't know they listen to it. And then they'll not confront me, but they'll ask me about it or they'll bring it up. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of embarrassing. I didn't think you were a fucking a listener, you know. I, I literally one time... I remember one time, like in 2020, I don't want to say his name, but I remember I said somebody's name and I was about to start talking shit about him. I was about to start like shitting on him. I was like, oh yeah, like in high school, they were pussy. You know, I was about to like, just let him have it. And I did it. I only mentioned his name because it had to do with the story I was telling at the time. And then he had never hit me up before, retweeted none of my shit, nothing. And he hit me up probably hours after the episode dropped. And he's like, dude. Funny as fuck, man. Thank you for the shout out. And I was like, what the fuck? Imagine if I would have just got the talking hella shit about this nigga. He would have fucking beat the fuck out of me. He like, it would have it would, it sucked, you know? It would have sucked on both ends because imagine if you're supporting someone and you listen to him every week. And they, out of nowhere, one week, you just hear him talking, hey, that nigga's a bitch. Like, what the fuck? Like, I fuck with you, dog. Why would you? And then I dropped his whole name on there, too. He would have been not happy about that. But anyway, so yeah, I guess I do got to watch what I say on here. But... At the same time, it's like, bro, you know I do this crazy story shit. Like, this is what the podcast is about, dog. <laughs> anyway, um, shout out to uh, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to all y'all. It's crazy, man. But yeah, 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 man. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. It's crazy how uh, we do fucking shows that are the, the shows that make you seem like you're about to change your life. And then you do a show that reminds you that you ain't shit. You feel me? And and it's humbling, and I love it, and I love the journey because it's a roller coaster. But speaking about roller coasters, this summer I'm opening up. A, no, I'm, scared, I'm opening up at my own amusement park. No, no, this summer, June 18th, June 18th, I'm actually opening up for Mark Vieira, who is one of the original Latin kings of comedy. He they his uh, nickname is the Latin Assassin. Um, he's all over HBO, Comedy Central. Uh, he he's got. He's on Instagram, you know. I'm pretty sure you've seen a clip off him. They used to go viral all the time, on, like on MySpace and then on Facebook. Like all, all the OG people love his comedy. He's an old school Puerto Rican cat, but he's hilarious. I feel like y'all would fuck with him. Anyway, he's coming to Chicago. He's doing uh, two shows at Joe's on Weed Street, and they're both expected to sell out. One at 7.30, one at 9.30, and I'm going to get the honor to open up for him. I, uh, funny story, my barber... I was telling my barber that I was a comedian one time, and he ended up putting, he's like, oh, yeah, I like comedy, too. And then he just puts up a video of Mark Vieira, and I didn't know who he was at the time, but I was like, damn, that guy's funny, you know? <laughs> and then when I got the news that I was going to be opening up for him, I hit him up right away. I was like, dude, you remember that uh, <clears throat> that comedian that you were showing me? He's like, yeah. I was like, bro, I'm about to open up for him when he comes to Chicago. He's like, no way. So it's kind of crazy, you know, how it's funny how how the world works, you know, I, that I, I, don't, I don't know. It's funny, but anyway. Uh, other than that, man, I think that's it for right now. I hope you guys are all doing good. Um, thank you guys for being patient with me. And, uh, you know, if you like the episode, fucking share it, man. Everybody be asking for the episode. Nobody be sharing the episode. 
the fuck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Latin XL, October. I mean, October, dumbass. Latin XL, April 24th, man. We back in action. You feel me? And, and I'm going to let y'all know this. For Chin's wedding, I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to get skinny. I'm going to get skinny just for the wedding. So when I get skinny, I'm going to let you niggas know right now, I'm fucking your girl. No if and or buts. You feel me? Like, it's going to be, it's all good, though. It's all good. Because once the wedding's over, I'm going to put all this weight back on. I'm going to get back fat. I'm going to get back fat. But I am going to lose the weight. I'm going to let y'all know right now. So if y'all bitches not fucking with me right now as an obese man, you will not fuck with me as an overweight gentleman. You feel me? Like, when I get to that level, you know, when I get in my 200s, over with for everybody. Everybody. I don't want no fat bitches in my DMs anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Y'all have a good week, man. Bye-bye.